Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex P. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, Monday, January 15th, and uh, happy Martin Luther King Day to uh, those of you in the United States. It's a holiday Monday. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and joining us here on this Monday, and he'll be joining us on uh, Mondays for the most part moving forward. Uh, Brett Skalski joining us. He was on our Player Suite interviews last summer. We had him on for a, uh, one of those shows, and uh, he's avidly involved in NHL betting uh, on a daily basis, still coaching kids uh, in the uh, – uh, in the in the meantime as well uh brett uh well, glad to have you with us uh yeah, talk about you. first of all we know you're gonna you're involved day-to-day nhl betting how's that going and how's the coaching going so far so good uh you know betting we took a little hit on saturday but we were uh, we were doing well last week up until then but looking to back get back into the win columns today uh coaching's going great team's doing very well uh Headed up to uh, Pittsburgh this coming weekend to play the uh, Junior Pens. So it's big rivalry matchup with us here in Philadelphia. So we're looking forward to that weekend. All right. So before we get the good stuff, and we definitely uh, wish you uh, well with that and the uh, team as well. Um, and looking forward to having you on with us now on Mondays. I want to mention, first of all, we have this is important to get this word out to people. Uh, obviously, for the last 15 years, my Twitter slash X home has been at Bobano. Uh, on uh, that platform 15 years of no problem 15 years of building up to 25,000 followers and all of that goes down the toilet because of what's just happened here the last several hours hacked into it uh now i no longer have access to log into that account okay the password and the email associated with that account was changed by whoever this fuckhead is uh that ended up hacking into this uh, twitter uh, account of mine so we are so basically if you see weird posts emanating from at Bobano, do not reply to them, do not engage in them, do not respond to any DMs from that account. Just do not do it right now. And it's probably going to give you the same issues and probably make your account vulnerable if you reply to anything uh, on that account. So uh, the good news is I just noticed on that uh, abandoned account, uh, that original account, um, I can still tweet stuff or the, the, the YouTube streams still go out to that account. So fuck you there, asshole, whoever did this. You, I, can still, <laughs> I can still stream the ice guys to that account because it's still connected to Apple Bano. So there's a little shot across the bow to the bastard that did this uh, as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah, very unfortunate. Um, so now uh, the, the Twitter X account that I'm using now, make sure you get the word out there to everybody. Retweet it. It's at Bobano Betting. You see it right on the screen there. Uh, my display name next to Ian Cameron, at Bobano Betting, is now where you can find me here uh, on Twitter X. Uh, and probably I'm, it's going to be my new home for the um, for the for the foreseeable future. Uh, I don't believe uh, it, so. We'll have to see if uh, we'll uh, we'll have to see if uh, we can uh, get that uh, figured out. But I doubt I'm going to be able to gain access. Elon's going to wake up. Elon, yeah. wake up and get Bobano his fucking account back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Elon Musk. Can yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no question about that. So get on that. You know, I had 25,000 followers. We've been cashing tickets left and right in multiple sports. 
we're, we're, we're here to do the good for the people, for the betting public out there to, to pay, get these people paid, to pick winners, to fill all our pockets, to build our bank rolls. We can't afford this shit going down where I, uh, 15 years of hard work goes by the wayside now. And the Twitter account is totally, uh, abandoned right now. So, um, unfortunate, but for now, at Bobano Betting, it would not be—I would not be surprised if I'm there for the long term. So again, follow on Twitter X at Bobano Betting, and if you see anything crazy off the at Bobano original account, do not respond to it. Do not reply to it. Do not respond to it. Uh, and it's two nothing Penguins. And uh, there we go. That's uh, uh, gonna have to uh, rethink these early bet casts uh, moving forward. I gave one one play out, and it's two nothing Pittsburgh, which was Seattle first goal, and uh, it's now two nothing Penguins. Uh, in that game. The good news is it's 2-2 Columbus and Vancouver. I'm on the over in that game. And how about the Ducks? Holy shit. Quack, quack. They have battled back and tied it with the Florida Panthers. Uh, 2-2 in that game. So uh, excellent stuff there. Uh, and if, by the way, when I mentioned BetCast, we did a mini impromptu live BetCast exclusive to Patreon members just before this show. Kind of a test run as well for Alex and I for when we do the the, the main ex- exclusive Ice Guys Patreon betcast later in the month. It'll be toward the end of January. So uh, definitely all good on that. It was fun. We had occupancy. John Massey joining us. Uh, shout out to everyone that tuned in. So that was fun. And a reminder, we've got our main betcast for the month of January tomorrow night, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, Tuesday, January 16th. Uh, once again, make sure you join us for that live betcast. DM or email me or Alex. And make sure if you DM me on Twitter, X, it's Bobano Betting now. Make sure uh, that's the account uh, you DM. You don't want to be uh, DMing that jack off at, at Bobano. Uh, where's the, uh, uh, can I get the StreamYard link for the Ice Guys account or for the Ice Guys StreamYard or betcast? So yeah, make sure you're yeah. uh, talking and- to Brady and Cameron now on Twitter, X, at Bobano Betting. Ingrain that into your head. Yeah. And follow me too at AX Smith Sports. Uh, I'll definitely be watching the DMs and emails now with Ian's, you know, uh, account being compromised. So it's going to take uh, my wow, email account. five thousand people to figure out that that that's not me there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a nightmare. So I'll, I'll help you out any, any way you can, man, if you need it. And uh, that'll be one of the things. So DM me at AX Smith Sports. You can email me to AX Smith Sports at gmail.com. I have my phone with me twenty four seven, so I will get whatever messages to send to me. And um, yeah. And then we'll get that done in the meantime. I also want to point out we had a, a goal uh, in the uh, Bruins and Devils game just now, one nothing Boston as well. So the Bruins are on the board with a, a one nothing lead uh, over the uh, New Jersey Devils there uh, in that game. So uh, lots to look forward to here uh, going into this um, uh, affair here with the uh, Monday card. Uh, briefly on last night, I mean, there was only two games. Credit to the Rangers. They got the job done. A mundane 2-1 to one win over the Capitals. Really not much to say. Although Lindgren was very good again. Gave Washington a chance, but the Rangers win that game 2-1. to one. Uh, And then at night, um, look, it was not a great – it was only two games. It wasn't a great result for sides and totals for me yesterday. The draw falls short with the Red Wings-Leafs. We had the over 6.5. That just falls short. It was a slow start. The goals didn't really get going till the end. Um, but we did hit another – bargain bin special last night Pontus Holmberg for the Toronto Maple Leafs plus 600 to score a goal he was moved up to the top line before that game with Matthews and Nylander and I was just ecstatic when I saw that because I know the price I locked in thinking he would be on the third line but knowing he was playing well lately and he gets a redirect deflection goal 
for Toronto, their first goal of that game. So great to see that come through. Another bargain bin winner with Pontus Holmberg for Toronto uh, last night. Really, there's not much more to say to that other than Toronto being Toronto. You know, they had everything set up for them. The rested team, no travel. Detroit had to come in from home from facing L.A. at home to Toronto last night. Delayed flight. They only got into Toronto at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time, three hours before puck drop. They had to race to the hotel, drop their shit off, go to the arena, uh, and they pushed back the start of the game half an hour because of that delayed Red Wings flight. And still, Toronto couldn't get the job done, and Detroit ends up beating them by a score of 4-2. to Reimer was actually very strong. I think it was one of his better games in net for quite some time, and actually Samsonov was. I mean, the chances were there. It's just the goalies, they were struggling going into last night's game, but both of them played a lot better than they have in recent games, and the Red Wings get a 4-2 a win. And that's tough for Toronto to be on a three-game losing streak when you're about to go out west to Western Canada to face the Oilers, who are on fire, the Flames, who are playing pretty good right now, and, of course, the Vancouver Canucks goes without saying what they've done uh, this season. So it's going to be a very difficult road trip for Toronto, and they're stumbling again and bumbling and struggling going into it. That being said, the last time we saw the Leafs on a West Coast road trip, all they did was go to Cali and sweep it, beating L.A., San Jose, and Anaheim. But let's be real, uh, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, that trio is going to be a lot more difficult than L.A., uh, San Jose, and Anaheim especially in L.A. struggling right now, too. So keep that in mind. So this is going to be a much more difficult trip out west for the Toronto Maple Leafs, which will begin tomorrow night in Edmonton on our live betcast coming up on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Alex, any thoughts briefly on what we saw on Sunday? Well, it was unfortunate seeing Sir Patrick Kane go down with uh, injury after a couple of collisions. Oh, yeah. Uh, didn't return to the game for Detroit. So, you know, and I mean, he hasn't done much of anything. He scored a couple of goals, but it's not the same Patrick Kane that we've been used to now. You know, I said this when, when he talked about him coming back and when he signed with Detroit and I said, wouldn't shock me one bit if he's just kind of a non-factor and he's just going through the motions. And now if he's hurt, if he's out long-term, if this happens to be something with that, uh, you know, hip that he had the surgery on, who knows what could happen right now. So, uh, you know, it'd be something to see. And, and obviously with Detroit still being right in the wild card race, if he's out long term, you got to make another move or do something to fill that void. And maybe it's something long term. So that's something to kind of keep an eye on. That was the biggest thing that uh, obviously hoping the best for him and uh, his health. And uh, like I said, interesting game, Toronto, you know, another Toronto game. <laughs> you know, that's the only way to say about that. Exactly. Uh, Brett, uh, any uh, thoughts, observations from you on the two games yesterday? Uh, you know, the only one I was able to catch a chunk of was the Rangers game. And you're right, like back-to-back games, Charlie Lindgren holding them to one one or two goals in each game. I think the Rangers are on my naughty list right now. But uh, I didn't get a chance to catch the other game at all, but it sounded like it was kind of a sleepy night in Toronto, Sunday night, sleepy night. Uh, I had my own game, so I wasn't able to watch much of that one. Yeah, it's always a sleep. It's that, that invite. Like, actually, there was a little finally intensity and uh, energy in the crowd Saturday night when they played Colorado. I thought that was actually one of the louder home crowds for the Leafs of the season, but it was right back to sterile and dead silent last night, uh, like being in church for that Leaf game last night against uh, Detroit. And uh, that's the problem. More often than not, it is for those uh, Leafs home games. All right. Uh, with that in mind, let's get into the Monday game, the remaining Monday games on this slate. We will begin with the game that starts at the top of the hour, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific for the uh, the LA Kings on their body clock as they take on the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina minus 145 home favorites, six the total in this game. 
Anti-Ranta confirmed in net for the Hurricanes. No surprise. He's the guy now with Kochetkov uh, out with obviously Freddie Anderson uh, still on IR for this team. So uh, all of a sudden, there's all kinds of uh, concerns now about uh, the health uh, of this uh, Carolina team, particularly in between the pipes. And to make uh, matters even more concerning uh, is that they may not get Kochetkov back uh, for some period of time. So uh, concerning for sure right now with what we are seeing for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, as far as that goes. You know my thoughts. Uh, I'm not enamored to see uh, anti-Ranta for an extended period of time right now for the Hurricanes, but that's exactly what, what we might get. Kings are scuffling. I mean, there's really not much more you can say. Uh, they just cannot seem to pull themselves out of this funk. I thought it was a couple steps forward when you look at the Tampa loss, the Florida loss. They were competitive. They were right there in both games. But then to lose 5-3 in Detroit Saturday night, that was tough. You know, it's almost like they took a step back with their level of play uh, in that game. Uh, and now they've all of a sudden fallen to 13-7, and seven, you know, this Kings team. Now on a four-game losing streak on this trip and eight games overall. 0-8 uh, for this Kings team entering this game. So it's I don't want anything to do with either side. I don't want to lay a buck 45 with Ronta. I'm not doing that uh, with this Carolina team. I don't trust them at all. Uh, but at the flip, on the same point in time, I'm – I'm not back in L.A. I mean, they're in a major rut right now. Can't seem to get out of their own way. And it's a little bit of everything right now. You know, they give up. They're giving up more goals lately, too. We've talked about how Talbot has suddenly been a little bit shaky. Not quite as good. They've given up at least three goals to every opponent during this losing streak, during this eight-game losing streak. And that is not like the L.A. Kings that we've become accustomed to. So uh, I'm going to stay off the side, but I'm gonna, I am going to sprinkle on the draw, though. Uh, two straight head-to-head meetings have gone to either overtime or a shootout. Uh, in L.A., it was 6-5 Carolina, if you'll remember, way back early in the season, October 14th. Last year in Carolina, it was 5-4 Hurricanes uh, in overtime. So I like the draw, and you get a good price with that uh, as well. Uh, you can find plus uh, 360 uh, at FanDuel for the draw. But I also like the over, and we've talked about this. The over is something I want to look at with Carolina now with Ronta. And, and they're scoring in bunches. Carolina's offense is rolling right now. Three, six, six, six. I mean, they've scored six goals three of the last five games. And they've scored at least three goals, the uh, Hurricanes, in eight of their last nine games. Svechnikov, Ajo, Nason, Jarvis, uh, everyone contributing right now for this Hurricanes team. I don't trust Ronta to keep the puck out of the net, though, for Carolina. So I think L.A. can score some. And how about the series history? Uh, believe it or not, Kings versus Hurricanes, they get together five straight overs between these two teams. 5-4, 5-1, 4-2, 4 and 6-5, the last two meetings between these two teams. So give me goals here. And I don't, uh, normally I would think Kings-Hurricanes 6 being the total. Give me an under normally, I would say, but not today. Not with Ronta in net, not with the Kings a little discombobulated defensively at the moment. And I think Carolina can find their way to some goals. I think L.A. can as well. So draw an over six for me uh, in this game. Uh, Alex, uh, Kings, Hurricanes. Yeah, so the overs I would be looking at in game, especially that first period over, a four and one in the last five meetings uh, to that first period over. And I do think we will see some goals early. But, you, you know, questioning Ronta, which makes total sense. We all kind of question Ronta. You know, he, he's a frabbage egg. Sometimes he makes big saves. Most times he doesn't. Against L.A., he has been very, very solid. He is 6-0-1 with a 1.42 goals against a 9.57 save percentage and three shutouts. You add that into the fact with L.A. being on this whirlwind road trip, playing absolutely horrible hockey. They are finding ways to get the point. 
which is important. That's how you survive these long road trips and these dog days of January and February. But uh, with this early start time, they also have Dallas tomorrow, which is a much bigger game as far as just, you know, playing against a conference team, a team you could possibly be matching up against in the playoffs. I think this is a good spot for Carolina. I laid a dollar forty. It has moved up to a dollar forty-five. So maybe you know, dollar forty-five is my absolute cutoff. I will lay a dollar forty-five. I would I would recommend that. But I also like the draw too. So this is a chalk and draw split, not a dog and draw split. Chalk and draw split. I like Carolina, but also grab some draw at plus three forty as well. Uh, those are some strong numbers with Ronta. I could easily see this being a three-two overtime win for Carolina, which then sets up some really nice spots for LA. Possibly on Tuesday, possibly on Thursday. Sorry, like in Carolina here, minus 145, and also the uh, draw here. Uh, and again, the draw plus 360. So Carolina and draw for Alex, over and draw for me. Brett, what about you? Or are you passing this game? What do you think, LA, Carolina? I want to see who's going to start for LA. Right. Uh, we don't know Talbot yet. Got pull, Talbot got pulled last game. I would think, like, he started every game on the short trip. They need to give him a little rest here. Get Redditch in there. <clears throat> I think if that's the case, I'm looking first period over in L.A. Kings money line. All right. First period over and L.A. money line plus 125. And first period over uh, for uh, Brett with this uh, Kings and Hurricanes game. Again, we don't know. We'll update this. We will know, but probably by the time before this show ends, who's in net for the uh, Kings today. It's got to be and, soon. Ups are yeah. Starting. yeah, they're going to hit the ice for pregame skate probably in the next 10 minutes. So uh, keep an eye on that. Uh, and by the way, it could be David Riddick. Like I said, Copley's on IR. You're not seeing him. It's Riddick right now. That's the backup to uh, Cam Talbot. So if it's big save Dave, and it can be big Civ Dave sometimes with that guy in net, that's going to make that over. Look, can you imagine Riddick? And that's what I'm hoping for. Give me a Riddick and Ronta battle. That would yeah. be nice. Uh, that would make me feel good with <laughs> this over. Uh, about the prospects, at least, of it. Uh, no question about that. So uh, we'll see uh, how that ends up playing out. Uh, I I, am, I hate to do this to you guys, but you know I always mention props uh, with each game. I really didn't have a whole load of time to dive into the props. I did pick out a bargain bin special. So all I can say is with the, the, with Carolina right now, Nason is probably worth a look. He's been on fire. And I would say there's not a bad bet right now to look at Aho and Svechnikov uh, over one and a half points because they have been in on so much of the scoring lately uh, for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, no question about that. And uh, by the way, we've got some updates on these early games. We will try to keep you updated on how these games are going. Vancouver's up on Columbus now 3-2. And Florida has struck twice since Anaheim tied it. And they are now up 4-2 uh, to two, uh, over the uh, Anaheim Ducks uh, in that game. So 4-2 Florida. Gosh, uh, defensively, another uh, gem uh, being uh, put up right now by uh, the Anaheim Ducks. I'm being facetious, of course, when I say that. They gave up a two-on-one shorthanded uh, earlier in this game, Anaheim. Brutal. So that's not going to make Greg Cronin very happy. And that guy can be you know, tough on his players sometimes. He might have to crack the whip after this one. Yes, to confirm, Rich H is right. Copley done for the year. So it's Dave Riddick and Cam Talbot for the uh, meantime right now for the uh, uh, LA Kings. And it might be Riddick today, but again, not confirmed yet. We will wait on that. All right, the rest of the games are evening games on this Monday slate. Nashville-Vegas, vegas, vegas uh, minus 115, uh, they're slight uh, home favorites in this game. The total six uh, pretty much across the board in this one. Um, the, uh, and all the money's poured in on Nashville, by the way, because this opened minus 145 with Vegas as home favorites. So this is a lot of money that's come in on Nashville. Uh, 
in terms of form, I can't blame people. That being said, I don't trust Nashville enough in this spot. I mean, they come off the win where they got a buzzer beater with three seconds left to beat uh, the Islanders the other night. Vegas is royally ticked off from everything I'm reading. The question is, can they turn that anger into results and, and, and snap this extended skid? They had a couple wins there, and then they've been back to struggling again here in the last uh, few games. Uh, as things are getting testy in the Devil Bruin game, I like to see that. Uh, a couple of MCs going at it, McLeod and McAvoy uh, for their respective teams. But uh, getting back to Nashville and uh, Vegas, um, it's a good spot for Vegas. I don't disagree. They're at home. They're chilling at home in Vegas at T-Mobile since, of course, we saw what happened with them Saturday night uh, against the uh, Calgary Flames. It was a dreadful performance, really. Uh, it wasn't actually terrible defensively, but no offense from this Golden Knights team. And that's their concern. They were talking about it going into this game. We need to start scoring some goals, helping out Logan Thompson and helping out our defense, you know, which has had their issues. And when you look at this Vegas team, you know, it's been tough without Shea Theodore. Uh, and it's been tough, you know, not still not having Aiden Hill back. And it doesn't look like he's going to be back for this game either. Stevenson now is day-to-day. You're already without William Carlson. Jack Eichel is now on IR. He didn't play Saturday night against Calgary. So you are a really shorthanded, injury-riddled uh, team right now with key injuries on the back end, key injuries up front right now for the Golden Knights. Tough to, and their form's not good. It's tough to actually back them here. But you are getting a discount. Feels like... Only minus 115 at home against this Nashville Predators team. Feels like it's value on Vegas. I don't really trust them enough. For me, this is draw or pass. If anything here, I look at a draw uh, in in this game. Otherwise, not really much to say side or total. Um, There have been some overs between the Preds and the Golden Knights. Nashville's kind of trended more over lately until the Islander game, but Vegas is not an over team right now. They are really scuffling in terms of offensive production this point this is not a spot where i'm running to bet at the over in uh, that is for sure what do you think here alex nashville vegas so it's another split with the chalk and draw essentially i mean we're saying chalk kind of loosely because it's down the pick and range but uh i'm siding with vegas here except like this is kind of a, a dubious spot for nashville third game in four days and then when you add that in with the fact of like i said this is a, a vegas team that they're used to playing these kind of weird star times three o'clock local We've seen them play a lot of these day games. They had that Nevada day. They have a lot of these holiday home games. So I don't think they'll be too phased by the situation where that's something I've been talking about, you know, looking at some of these day games, how teams have started. We talked about it on the, on the backcast. It was pretty much scoreless for the first 20 minutes that we were on the air. So teams take a while to kind of get their legs under them. I could see where Vegas could jump out early and kind of control the pace and tempo of this contest. I do have a little bit sprinkled on the draw, but I like a little bit more here with Vegas. And uh, Nashville, like I said, third game in four days on the road trip, and then they can kind of uh, get a couple of days of rest before they play again. I can see where Vegas gets out to a lead. They can just kind of sit on this one and cruise. So I'd even be leery of looking at an over here. I can see where this one maybe at six. If we get an early enough goal, I might look for some kind of a live under and uh, and try to try to ride with that. I can easily see this one being kind of a Vegas 3-0, 3-1 kind of game. I also have a bargain bit play that I like in this contest as well. All right, bargain bin special tonight for Alex coming from this game. Predators and Golden Knights later in the show. Rich mentions last four head-to-head meetings have gone over in the first period with Nashville uh, and uh, Vegas. And the Vegas-Calgary game, I did hit the first period over in that game. A lot was more Calgary yeah, I uh, as to why I bet it more than Vegas. But uh, definitely we'll see if um, you know that uh, can, if that uh, trend continues, as uh, Rich points out. Yeah, four straight. Uh, first period overs with Nashville and Vegas. Brett, what do you like in there? Preds, Golden Knights. 
I'll probably wait to see how this game starts um, to see if how Vegas comes out playing. <clears throat> I would lean Vegas if they have a good start. The other thing with Nashville is their next game is not till Thursday in L.A. They've got an early start time today. They might be looking forward to their dinner and club reservations tonight. So this might be a good spot for Vegas. I want to see how they start, though, but I'd lean that direction. So Vegas and draw for Alex. I would look at draw or nothing personally, and then Vegas. It sounds like Brett likes that as well. Uh, Golden Knights here currently minus 115 in that uh, price range. All right, New York Islanders and, and Gus Bus. I, I would come back to that. For Vegas, I mean, I don't know who's scoring for them right now. It's it's hard to pick a, a prop that you like or a player that you like from a prop standpoint right now. But I'll throw out a couple. Uh, there are some lineup changes, by the way. We've got Jonas Ronberg on the fourth line, Brendan Brisson on the third line, uh, Dora Fiev and Byron Fraze. This guy's been like the suitcase of the NHL. This guy's been around with so many different teams. He's on the second line, maybe centering that line tonight for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So if you're looking for value, there you go. Dora Fiev, Fraze, and maybe that Broussant kid uh, that are all in the lineup tonight uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights as they look to uh, get things uh, rolling. So uh, there we go. 3 nothing Buffalo and Anaheim not going away. Uh, they get back to within a goal. It's 4-3 Panthers now in the second period. Uh, in that game draw still alive for Alex and I uh, in that one all right Islanders wild I don't know if the wild are alive they don't look like it right now uh, Minnesota minus 115 home favorites uh, six the total in this game that was awful that was embarrassing humiliating um, you know I thought that was going to be the worst performance of the uh, weekend from a sports standpoint Minnesota shut out six nothing against Arizona but then in the uh, National Football League, the Dallas Cowboys said, hold my beer nice. uh, yesterday. So, uh, But it, either way, both of them were absolutely awful. Uh, Minnesota was just horrendous. When Marc-Andre Fleury is for, uh, providing the strongest, most tenacious forecheck of the night for the Minnesota Wild in the corner there, <laughs> you know, it's a horrendous night uh, for the uh, hockey team. And that's exactly what we saw from uh, Minnesota in that game. Uh they should be embarrassed. They certainly have from this is again a Minnesota spot. And it's not like the Islanders, we trust them one game to the next. They beat the Leafs in a shootout at home or an overtime at home. They come back, they lose to Nashville in heartbreaking fashion uh, over the weekend. So you can't trust the Islanders one game to the next, up and down like a yo yo. So in theory, this sets up nicely here for Minnesota. But the problem with Minnesota is they're not good right now. Still dealing with a ton of injuries, especially on the blue line. Now, they are getting somewhat healthier. They did at least get Kaprizov back. That's what's even more shocking about the 6 nothing debacle to Arizona. They got Kaprizov back for that game, and they were still just horrendous. Zuccarello back. I mean, they've got you know a lot of their forwards have returned. Now, they're still without their two best defensemen. That definitely is a concern. But at this time, at this point in time tonight in a game like this, you've got to expect some kind of pride to take over don't you after a game like that uh they're falling out of the wild card race they're probably out of it uh they'd have to go on some kind of crazy run you know bill garen's got to think seriously about what he's going to do uh, at the trade deadline if uh, this team doesn't make a run between now and then which to me seems unlikely um so you know, i have nothing on the side here other than this is thailanders game so by default i have to look at a draw uh, in this game and that's what i'm going to look at a thailanders draw in this one, Minnesota, we know, has been heavy to the draws lately as well. We saw the Philly game on Friday night go to overtime. So that's it for me in this game. Nothing but the draw uh, between the Islanders and the Wild. And again, the price for that uh, is a plus 360 right now at uh, FanDuel. Uh, Alex, uh, anything for you here? Islanders, Wild. 
Yeah, I like this draw quite a bit too. And you know, you look at this this, this kind of setup after a, a disappointing uh, home loss, and you know, today is a holiday. It's brutally cold outside. I don't even think the energy level in XL Energy Center is going to be that high. Uh, to be honest, so this could feel like it's one of those kind of coast around kind of games. A 2-2-3-3 two, two, three, three score makes sense. So you can take some uh, correct score shots if you like there on those prices. But definitely wrong with the draw plus 360. All right, there you go. Draw plus 360 as well for Alex here. Islanders and Wild. Uh, Brett, what about you here? Uh, Islanders, Wild. Same thing as anyone who's uh, watched you guys show. It's just get on the draw. It's uh, bor- two boring teams. I could care less what happens in this game. You know, it's funny. These two, every time they play each other, and of course it's only twice a year, I always think this is the boring-ass team of the East versus the boring-ass team of the West. That's what I've thought for years when it comes to the – although the Islanders have been a little more exciting this year. They've been a lot more exciting, actually, this year. Uh, uncharacteristic of the past. But uh, Minnesota, you're right. They're, they've historically been not exactly the most exciting, thrilling team to watch. But they actually both have been a little bit more, at least a little more life and, and energy in both of them, a little more pace in their games. Well, and also, too, when they play each other, they've been really exciting games. I remember years ago actually attending a Wild Islanders game where Islanders jumped out to a big lead, and there was a – I'm trying to remember who it was, a significant injury. Somebody got knocked out of the game and had to, like, be stretched at all. And the Wild came back and won the contest. Uh, and just kind of looking just at the – glancing at the history, there's been a lot of higher-scoring affairs going back the last decade with these two teams. So they are boring to watch when they're playing their regular – Western Eastern Conference opponents, divisional opponents, but for some reason when they play each other, and we've been saying this lately because we've been seeing so many of these cross-conference matchups in the last two weeks, sometimes you see some uh, bizarre things where teams play out of character and, and this usually can be high scoring. Yep, no doubt. And maybe maybe we see – I have zero feel on the total tonight with these two yeah, teams, uh, none at all. I, I, just my thought is that John Hines is going to want low and slow tonight. Like after giving up six goals to, to – Ash, uh, to Arizona Saturday night. He doesn't want to track meet after that. You got to think they got to tighten things up at the back end after a game like that. So that's my thought. I lean under, but I'm not betting it. Obviously. And Hines is definitely one of those coaches like a trots, like even Elaine Lambert, like those defensive minded guys who, when they have these breakdowns defensively, okay, then yeah. that's all they're harboring about in that locker room. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait, where's the offense? No. So. That's right, which we could see tonight. And don't forget, even though the Islanders only gave up two goals, three with the empty netter uh, to Nashville, they still blew it with a defensive breakdown late. So they may not be looking to go up and down nearly as much tonight uh, in this game either, uh, in this one. Um, I, I like Ryan Hartman props, I will say that, uh, and Boldy for Minnesota. I like their props more because I, I have a little more faith in Minnesota maybe scoring tonight because they're just so humiliated. So Boldy and uh, Hartman, you know, I've liked what I've seen offensively out of both of them lately for the uh, – Minnesota Wild. All right, we have just two games left. Uh, they're, of course, both at night as well. Colorado and Montreal. Uh, we've got the uh, Avs, a significant road chalk, as you would expect. Uh, minus 200 road favorites, the total six and a half here uh, in this game. Uh, Avs and Canadians. This one, um, Colorado's done well here in Montreal. Uh, I want to mention that because that's definitely what stuck out to me. And they have handed it to Montreal uh, at times here at Bell Center. Now, in in Denver, Montreal has been tough for Colorado. I mean, they've given they've actually played the Avalanche historically tougher in Denver, this Canadians team, than they have at home. At home here in Montreal, Colorado has really had their way uh, with the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, so <laughs> definitely, yeah, Jonathan Drouin, no question about it. 
Uh, no friggin' doubt about it as far as Jonathan Drouin is concerned. Uh, and uh, with what I am, with my strong, vehement remarks right there about how much I like Jonathan Drouin props in this game, I will, I will say it right now. A Jonathan Drouin prop is my bargain bin special of the night uh, for this Monday card. It is a Jonathan Drouin prop, but I will mention exactly what it is later in the show. But absolutely, it didn't work out in Montreal. They basically said, you know what, we're cutting ties with you. We're letting you cutting you loose. It's time for you to explore other opportunities. It's just not worked out here uh, in Montreal. Now he's going back there for the first time since signing with the Avs uh, in the offseason. I would definitely expect, um, you know, Jonathan Drouin to have something special in my, well, not some some serious chip on his shoulder, some serious uh, want to, in order to make an impact tonight uh, in this game against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. No question about that. I'm on a little over six because there are some sixes now in this game. Over six minus one fourteen. Abs are an over machine right now. Go and look at Colorado's recent games; they've all flown over the total. I'm willing to dismiss the Montreal low scoring game with Edmonton in saying that's not going to be a harbinger of things to come because Edmonton's playing unders right now. A lot of unders, the Oilers. They're not scoring as much, and they're getting very good defensive play and goaltending from Skinner right now. So I think that played a part in that Montreal-Edmonton game being as low scoring as it was. I think now in this game there'll be a little more pace to it. Uh, you look at some of these recent games in Montreal, Avs have put up a big number, and the game has gone over the total. So I'm going to go over 6 Minus 114, which is available at Bet Online. It's a split line. Some books have six, some have six and a half. Uh, so shop around. But I like over six minus 114 uh, in this game. And I also like first period both teams to score uh, in this game. Uh, it's something actually John Massey also likes. We, he was talking about it as well on our exclusive mini betcast before the show. I like that. I think both teams can find the back of the net uh, early in this game. The one thing Colorado's been doing, especially on the road, is given up goals and at least one goal in the opening period when they're on the road. Uh, they are still banged up. Big Val missed the Toronto game. He's although they still won it. He's out. Nachushkin out. Miles Wood out. Landeskog and Lekkinen still long term IR. Bowen Byram on IR. I mean the injuries are mounting again for Colorado. And Jack Johnson on the blue line uh, is day to day. Another reason to like the over too. The blue line is starting to get chipped away uh, with injury right now for the uh, Colorado Avalanche at this point in time. So. Over six and both teams to score in the first period for me with this one. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Colorado, Montreal. Yeah, I didn't have too much of a look on this game, so I'm, I'm probably going to tell you and John with that both teams to score first period and and kind of uh, also roll with whatever you have on Jonathan Jaren, to be honest. Uh, this is a matchup that would normally have been a pass for me, and, and like I said, with a bigger card, and we've had a lot of the other games, I didn't get around to this one, and, and nothing stuck out at first glance. So uh, just probably maybe grab some live spots and just kind of tell you guys on those. All right, nothing wrong with that. Brett, anything you like here, Colorado, Montreal? Yeah, I agree with you that that Edmonton game was an outlier as far as Montreal is concerned, but they've given up four goals in five out of the last six games, so I'm going to go with the uh, Colorado team total over three and a half. All right, Colorado team. And again, they got to that uh, team total the other night uh, against Toronto, even with big Val Nachushkin out. Now, that is a big piece. At some point, against a better team or a better defensive team, that's going to show up. Missing a guy like Valerie Nachushkin. Uh, but, you know, I think they can survive without him, especially because what I saw in that Toronto game, no Val Nachushkin. I saw McKinnon play like a monster. I saw Miko Rantanen have a great game. 
Ross Colton really stepped up, was noticeable on that second line. Logan O'Connor as well. Andrew Cogliano moved up to the third line from his fourth line role because of the injuries. What's What, what does he do? He scores a big goal, the tying goal against Toronto uh, on Saturday night. So uh, that's the thing with Colorado. You assume, wow, big absence, big loss with Nona Chushkin. They've got enough some nights to be able to withstand that. Uh, and we saw signs of that against uh, uh, Toronto in that victory on the road on uh, Saturday night. I will save the Jonathan Drouin props in partic- in, in uh, detail for the bargain bin special of the night uh, later on. All right, next game, final game uh, of this Monday card, uh, Philadelphia and St. Louis. Uh, Flyers and Blues, it is pretty much pick them here, close to even money. Actually, the Blues are a slight home favorite uh, in this game, minus 115 uh, home favorites in this game. The total uh, sitting at six, shaded to the over. Uh, I love what I see out of the Flyers right now. I absolutely do. That is, to, to me, incredible guts, resilience, toughness, mentally, physically. I mean, that's a tough back-to-back. You know, you play an overtime game where you have to battle back from a deficit, beat the Wild in overtime, and then you go into Winnipeg against a Jets team that's playing as good as it gets right now, and you go in there and shut them out, 2 nothing. Samuel Harrison, outstanding in net. What a job by him. Uh, and this Philadelphia team, they've been a good road team too. Let's not forget that. 13-6-3. Uh, the road record this year for the Flyers. They've now won three in a row, four of their last five. I like what I'm seeing from this group. Uh, St. Louis, on the other hand, they've played pretty good hockey themselves since Bannister took over, six and four in their last 10 games. But they are off an overtime loss to Boston, 4-3 at home uh, on uh, Saturday night. Uh, we'll see how he fares here in this game. Uh, yes, Couturier is going to miss another game, it looks like, for the Flyers uh, tonight. And he missed the Winnipeg game. Uh, he's going to miss this one as well, and so will Jamie Drysdale with the illness. So, again, those are two impact losses, but, hell, they overcame that uh, against the um, Winnipeg Jets, and I wouldn't put it past them to uh, see it over them overcome that here tonight as well. you got Joel Hofer in net, and he's still a mystery to me as far as what we get on a night-in, night-out basis. He did have a couple of starts in a row there in December. Dallas. And then there was another game. Yeah, Florida. He was outstanding. He stood on his head. He only gave up one goal in each. But the last two, he gave up three to Pittsburgh, and he gave up four to Florida. So kind of declining again, Joel Hofer, uh, with his performance in net. Carter Hart's in net for Philly. He's been very good lately. His form's been pretty solid for the Flyers. I definitely agree with the chat sentiment. You know I don't bet unders, and I'm not going to bet this game under, but it smells and it feels like an under uh, this game between these two teams. The Flyers are definitely going to want uh, a lower-scoring uh, game, a uh, grinded-out game pretty much. I can see them playing very much like they played against Winnipeg, uh, no question about that. I'll, but I really like the Flyers here at the price we're getting. Uh, minus 105, plus 100. I like Philly. I'm going to take Philly in this game. I like the mindset that they're going with. I'm not just saying that to make Brett feel good and happy. I'm saying that because I think the Flyers are playing really good hockey right now as a team. Structure is on point. Defensively is on point. And I think the better teams that are playing well can beat St. Louis. With all due respect, I know the record is still above 500, a winning record since Bannister took over for Berube. But I still think the Flyers are the better of these two teams right now, and I have no problem taking them at minus 105. Uh, in this game i'm going to be on the flyers but i'm also going to take the draw uh, as well i have to i feel it's got that feel that even if the flyers win it's got a very plausible chance to go to overtime so this is a flyers and draw for me with a lean to the under as well alex what do you think flyers blues 
Yeah, just strictly the draw here. We've seen two of the last four Blues games go past regulation. We've seen uh, three of the last six Flyers games go past regulation. Like so these are two teams that play each other very tight. Flyers are trying to get as many points as possible, staying afloat in that Metropolitan uh, Division race. So I was able to grab this yesterday. I got a plus 340 on the regulation draw. A look at props in this game for uh, Philadelphia. Uh, it's going to be. I want to see what their lineup is uh, here. Farabee has been really good. Cam Atkinson. I'm going to say him because he finally scored the other night, and he's one of those players that he can disappear and not score for nine games in a row. Then all of a sudden, he puts three or four games in a row where he's got like four goals, five goals. Cam he's Atkinson 27. is due. Yeah, he's due for a hot streak, Brett. Cam Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah, he scored, is due for one. Two, went 27 without a goal. Wow. So there you go. 27 games without a goal, and then he had two the other night. So I like Cam Atkinson for Philadelphia as far as prop tonight in this game. Uh, I would also look at Tippett continues to be good. Uh, any Forster and or Frost, you know, you never know. You could see that both of those guys maybe find the back of the net, but I especially like Tippett, and I especially like uh, – uh, Cam Atkinson as far as props for Philly. For St. Louis, neighbors, Kairou's on fire. But I'm going to throw out Kevin Hayes again. Now, this is the most frustrating thing ever. Matt Robinson, me and Alex, we talked about this uh, against the Rangers. He was facing his old team. We thought, great spot for maybe. And coming off the whole cutter Gauthier trade thing where everyone in the media ran with the story that was false, that he influenced that trade. And maybe Kevin Hayes would say, you know what? I'm going to just put all this behind me by playing a heck of a game and making an impact against the Rangers. He didn't that night. He didn't score a goal. He didn't have a point. And sure enough, obviously we don't go back to it when St. Louis plays Boston. What happens? Of course he scores. Of course he scores a goal, Kevin Hayes, against the Boston Bruins. But now he's facing his old team, the team where all this hullabaloo uh, ended up getting uh, mentioned and this uh, shitstorm, if you will, of you know just innuendo and rumors and falsities about him influencing the trade of Cutter Gauthier out of Philadelphia. Now he plays this team tonight as a member of the Blues, so I, I'm, I'm going to take another chance on the Kevin Hayes goal prop tonight uh, for the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, in this game. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Kevin Hayes, uh, hopefully we're not uh, – our timing isn't off like it was the first time. Uh, he didn't score against the Rangers. He did score against Boston over the weekend. So Kevin A's, I will take a shot again with him for St. Louis to score against his old team uh, and old coach here tonight. And, of course, the team that uh, he was uh, is probably still not happy with. Uh, not the team because it's not the team's fault. It's that, that, that guy that you know does the podcast and reports for the Flyers that put that out there about him telling Cutter Gauthier should request a trade. Uh, but nevertheless, he still probably wants to stick it to them in some degree. Uh, here tonight against Philadelphia. So I will take that Hayes goal prop in this one uh, as well. Uh, Brett, what do you think here? Philadelphia, St. Louis. I agree. I'm all over the Flyers. Uh, I might even look to try and grab an in-game over. I think end of the road trip, overtime win, the Winnipeg game for the Flyers, um, it's going to catch up to them with their energy and fatigue. So we might see uh, a slower start. With, with goals picked up in the second and third period, but I like the way the Flyers are playing right now. Uh, I do too. I do too, Brett. I'm on them. Uh, I like what I'm seeing. I like I know what I'm seeing from both the goalies too. Sam Harrison's been great lately. There's no question. Yeah. And Carter Hart's been a lot better as well. Uh, just uh, nine goals in the last three starts combined for him. 
including uh, wins against Calgary and Minnesota, two of his last three starts. So uh, I definitely like Philly. A little sprinkle on the draw. And like I said, there's actually a game where, even though I don't know how many goals we're going to see, I think there's good favorable situational goal prop, especially Atkinson on the Flyers' side and uh, Hayes on the Blues' side as far as that uh, props go. All right, great stuff. That is the Monday NHL card, the remainder of it for this Martin Luther King Day. Shout out to everyone in the chat at the like button. Uh, we appreciate it very much. Make sure you follow me now at Bobano Betting uh, on Twitter. You see it on your screen right there. That is my new Twitter X account. Don't respond or reply to anything coming from at Bobano. It's been taken over by gremlins. You want nothing to do with that. Uh, so Ian Cameron at Bobano Betting is now where you can find uh, on there. And you can find us right back on here tomorrow night for our NHL Ice Guys live betcast tomorrow night, Tuesday, January 16th, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Make sure you DM me at Bobano Betting if you're going to DM me on uh, Twitter X or Alex at AX Smith Sports or email either of us for a spot on the betcast. And we will make sure uh, you send we send the uh, StreamYard link uh, to you uh, obviously, uh, before the betcast begins, it's always fun. This is our first live betcast of the new year tomorrow night. We're going to have obviously all the games going on. We've got some good ones tomorrow night. We're going to have live betting, uh, get your beers and your drinks ready. Uh, and we will be on for the entire night right till the end of the late games. Now there's no real late games, Alex, tomorrow night. The latest yeah. games are Arizona, Calgary, and Toronto, Edmonton at 8 PM central, 9 PM Eastern. So we'll be probably done around 1130 p.m. Eastern, midnight Eastern tomorrow night. So a little earlier than normal because there's no real late games, but we will be on for the whole card uh, tomorrow night. Make sure you join us for that starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, our first Ice Guys live betcast of the new year. And make sure you sign up, patreon.com slash iceguys, just $10 per month. We had our first mini betcast, just a small little taste of what you can expect later this month when we have our first full complete betcast late in january exclusive for patreon members our daily sides totals player props are posted there uh, goalie charts totals charts more exclusive videos and shows and other content is on the way uh, later in the year as well so make sure you sign up it's just ten dollars per month and your contributions and your subscription will help ensure we keep this show and this train rolling for many many years to come so sign up and subscribe patreon.com slash ice guys just ten dollars per month and one last thing of course the ice guys store uh, iceguys.myspreadshop.com check it out yeah absolutely you got two days left to get free standard shipping available so if you haven't uh taken advantage of that this is now the best time today and tomorrow two days left free standard shipping on all the merch we got basically everything that's in stock right now so definitely don't want to miss that iceguys.myspreadshop.com absolutely yes jarek i appreciate the 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 sentiment yeah i did get hacked unfortunately on uh, twitter x it is what it is uh it's uh frustrating uh, to see that happen uh no question but it is what it is. There's nothing you can do. We just got to move on, move past it. Like I say, Apple Bano betting now where you can find me. All right. Uh, you can hopefully find some winners of the plus price variety tonight from what we're about to tell you here with the bargain bin special of the night uh, for this Monday NHL slate. Uh, Brett, we'll start with you. Did, is there anything plus 300 or better player prop that you found that you like or not or no? So I was going to go with Duran over one and a half points, but I'll pivot since you uh, said yours is on Jonathan Duran is too. And uh, I'll go with Morgan Frost plus 390 for a goal. 
With Couturier out, he's centering that top line with Owen Tippett and uh, Travis Konechny. Playing on the second power play unit. Last game, he had five shots and logged 20 minutes of ice time as season high total. So I'll go with uh, Morgan Frost. All right. There it is. Morgan Frost, Philadelphia Flyers uh, in the plus 390, right? Yeah. Great price. Yeah. Plus 390, Morgan Frost. And what a PA announcer for the Toronto Maple Leafs. His father was Andy Frost. And what a radio DJ he was in Toronto for decades. Psychedelic Sunday was the name of his classic rock program on Q107 uh, in Toronto. And that guy had a wonderful speaking voice. You could tell why he was a radio DJ, Andy Frost, Morgan's father. Uh, And uh, if you love classic rock, Psychedelic Sunday was the place to be with Andy Frost on Q107. For decades, he did that show uh, until retiring just recently. So Morgan Frost, Philadelphia, plus 390 uh, for uh, Brett Skalski and his bargain bin special of the night. Alex, bargain bin special, what do you like? Yeah, heading out to on the strip, uh, going to Vegas with that Nashville game. And I'm looking at a guy who he doesn't score a lot, but he has been a solid player. He's moving up in the power play unit, and he's one of the best blue liners and shot blockers in the game. Going to Alec Martinez, anytime goal scorer, plus 850. And you asked the question, who's going to score for Vegas? Yeah, somebody's <laughs> got to step up and, and, and score. And these are those kind of spots where you see some of those guys, those role players kind of step up and uh, contribute in a big way. And Alec Martinez is about as clutch as it gets uh, throughout his career for the most part. So at plus 850, definitely worth taking a shot. Alec Martinez, anytime goal for Vegas. My bargain been special on Martin Luther King Day. All right, there we go. That's uh, reaching down into that bargain bin with uh, Alec Martinez, defenseman for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, plus 950 actually at Batano, uh, believe it or not. Insane uh, value there uh, for Alex with his bargain bin special of the night. And uh, I thank and applaud um, Brett for leaving Jonathan uh, Drouin uh, for me for the bargain bin special of the night because he actually named the exact prop with Jonathan Drouin that I'm on for the bargain bin special uh, of the night. Uh, it's not the goal prop because the goal prop doesn't fit the criteria. Uh, the goal prop for Drouin, it's plus, below plus 300 everywhere. But what I am on tonight is Jonathan Drouin to get over to get at least two points. Jonathan Drouin over uh, one and a half points at plus 300 right now uh, with that prop. Uh, Jonathan Drouin over one and a half points plus 300 just makes the uh, billing for uh, bargain bin special criteria. But I like it. I mean, and I, I'd rather have points over one and a half than the goal prop because he's also very much a facilitator as well uh, for, for this team. So I could see two assists. That would get the job done. Two goals would get, and one goal, one assist, uh, anything like that. I could see him having a, a big hand in what Colorado does offensively here tonight. So uh, there we go. Alan Trimble, plus 320 on FanDuel for uh, even better price. So I'll recommend it there. Plus 320 on FanDuel. Jonathan Drouin, Colorado Avalanche, and his return to Montreal over one and a half points, plus 320 for my bargain bin special of the night. All right, best bets to wrap it up for this Monday uh, edition of the show. Alex, uh, what do you like for best bet? Yeah, we're going to go and look at this uh, game. Oh, Jesus, it's starting right in about five minutes, but it's a, it's a play I like. It's the draw with the Canes and Kings. Uh, Carolina, five of their last seven home games have gone past regulation. For the Kings, you've got uh, you know three of the last four, four of the last six that have gone past regulation. I think this is going to be a close game. I do think Carolina finds a way to win it, but I think it's going to take a little longer than 60. So we'll go with the draw with L.A. and Carolina. That's my best bet. 
All right, L.A. Carolina draw uh, at uh, a very good price there. We're looking at plus 360 uh, with the draw. Uh, Kings and Hurricanes, best bet for Alex B. Smith. I'm on the I like the over even more. I'm topping up a little more on the over because it is David Riddick confirmed uh, in net for the Los Angeles Kings. So give me Riddick and Ronta. You got a guy that's up and down, and, and then you got Ronta, who is um, not trustworthy. right? And look at the juice. The juice is up to minus 130 in some spots now with that over six for LA and Carolina. So, you know, there's people starting to see what I'm seeing there in that game. So, uh, Kings and hurricanes, and I'm on the draw as well uh, in that game, along with the over, uh, Brett, great job today. Uh, we'll be seeing you more often on Mondays with us. What do you like here tonight for best bet? I am not going to stop, uh, step into the uh, goal scoring train that is Colorado. So I will take their team total over three and a half minus minus one twenty. All right. Colorado avalanche team total. Uh, over three and a half, minus 120. Brett Skalski with his uh, best bet here for this Monday uh, NHL card. And my best bet, if you're a Patreon member, you already know what it is because I actually got the card posted uh, on there very early today, and it has the entire card for me, including the night game. So you already know what it is. It's the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, we're taking them tonight. Uh, minus 105 against the St. Louis Blues. Um, I love the way this team is playing. Uh, it, I think they got the goalie advantage now with Hart over Hofer. Uh, and I think they get the job done. Uh, it won't be pretty, but they'll find a way to win just like they've been doing lately. So Philadelphia minus 105 uh, for my best bet here for this Monday NHL card. Uh, that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. And another reminder, one last time, at Bobano Betting for me on Twitter X. Spread the word. Tell everyone that at Bobano, don't even bother with it for now. And certainly don't respond to anything coming from that account. You can now follow me on Twitter X at the new account, uh, at Bobano Betting. All right, so make sure you're aware of that. Tomorrow's a huge day. Our daily show, 2 p.m. Eastern. The live BetCast, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you join us tomorrow. A huge a daily double, if you will, uh, of the Ice Guys. Looking forward to that. And certainly our first BetCast of the new year. Looking forward to that. For Brett Skalski, for Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. See you tomorrow on Tuesday for another edition of the Ice Guys. Mm-hmm.